How's it going, YouTube? Happy holidays. In this episode, I invited my friend Vince Niebla. He is a self-taught Emmy Award-winning artist. He worked on a lot of movies and TV shows like during the 90s. He does sculpting, he does painting, and he did a lot of makeup and prosthetics. He worked on Star Trek, Deep Space Nine, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, Super Mario Brothers, and he was on the show Face Off, season seven. In this episode, we talk about personal things, life in general, like all kinds of things. He's like really wise and he's a really great person. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. All right. <laughs> okay, the pressure's on now. Yeah. <laughs> Time to get all awkward, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, start with a question or something. I don't know. Like, you know, we'll go from there. Okay. Um, are you working on any projects right now? Uh, well, I am working on some some stuff at my current work. Um, uh, some stuff I'm not supposed to talk about. Yeah, movies, but, uh, big movies, yeah, right? Movie stuff. Yeah, big movies uh, as usual. Uh, we finished up uh, Thor Ragnarok not too long ago, and right before that, we did. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming, that was uh, it's fun. I mean, I like, like Spider-Man. He's a cool character. It's one of the better movies of Spider-Man, too. Yeah, I saw part of it. <laughs> part of it? Yeah. You didn't see the whole thing? Or did you no, walk I didn't out see of? the whole thing because, uh, like, I was, uh, I was working, so I only saw it during breaks when my boyfriend was watching it. <laughs> so I only saw bits and pieces. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, never like... got a, I never got a chance to watch the whole thing. Uh, you didn't. You don't. You're not the type of person that's the movie. Like once you start watching a part of it, you have to see how it ends. <laughs> you don't do that. No, I'm, I'm okay with not watching complete movies. Well, I mean, I I would like to, but I just haven't been motivated enough to uh, <laughs> to you're do it. I guess. Motivated to watch a movie in its entirety. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so what are you working on right now? I mean. Uh, uh, you, you had a new job or something, right? Yeah, I do uh, tech support uh, remotely from my remotely? computer at from home. <laughs> yeah. So, so, like, people think they're calling, like, India or something, and it's just you? And... Well, no, people are always like, oh, you're American? Thank goodness! Oh, thank <laughs> <laughs> you still hearing the, the, the accents from overseas. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and funny. I'm always like, I'm uh, from Louisiana, even though I don't sound like it. <laughs> well, well, you live in Louisiana. Yeah. Where, you weren't raised in Louisiana, were you? No. My, no. my dad's from Arkansas, though, so it's oh, kind of weird kind how of close. I went, like, full circle. <laughs> yeah, that is you know? weird. Yeah. Yeah. Where's your dad right now? He's in San Diego. Oh, he is? Mm-hmm. You talk to him? He actually has an avocado farm. An organic avocado farm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you talk to him though? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Got a good relationship with him? Yeah. That's good. How about your mom? Yeah. Uh we're we're kind of the same how we forget to like reach out and talk to each other a lot. <laughs> like and uh she forget to? Yeah. Like well like plus uh I I don't know, I'm always like uh I'm really bad at like 
talking to family and stuff. <laughs> and then she's yeah, even worse. Like, like we can go months without talking. <laughs> so uh, finally, text her. She never I responds. Go, I could go years, actually. Actually, just uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I got you beat, man. I beat you. Now. Yeah. No, it's just I don't know. I, I um I think of my family as like you know my immediate family, my wife and my kids. That's what I mm -hmm. think of as my family, and then. My, my mom and dad and, and siblings, I think of them as just like a previous life family that I used yeah. to uh, hang out yeah. with that I don't have a whole lot in common with. Uh, so it's, it's kind of like, there's like not a whole lot to talk about. I mean, I, I, could, I could tell them stuff and they'd just be like, oh, okay. I, I would, maybe I'd talk about computers or something or, or like something um, that's interesting about, you know, uh, some kind of animation or, or new, uh, like, substance painter or some new uh real-time engine for video games or something and they'll just look at me like like i'm talking in <laughs> a foreign language so i'm just like okay well yeah so that's what i'm doing and then and then uh they'll talk about like like i was just there like recently right i was just, just came from from phoenix visiting my my family and my brother was there and he's talking about it's almost like every single thing he talked about was in the past and um which was once I thought about it, I'm like, that's weird because I had also uh, hung out with my other brothers, my half brother, um, who I don't see like a lot. And I actually never met him until I was in my late 30s, early 40s. Wow. Um, because, you know, he's my brother from another mother. Yeah. And, um, and he reached out to me and we finally um, met and stuff and, and talked. And we just like hit it off. We like, we, we have a lot in common, even though we never knew each other growing up. Oh, that's cool. That reminds yeah. me of uh, something. I don't know if you were done with your <laughs> story. Well, well yes, yeah, so, not really. But, um, and, and it's just weird that, you know, I never hung out with him, but I have way more in common with him. When I hung out with him, we were just like hanging out. We went to Dave and Buster's. We were playing video games together, <laughs> battling each other. I was kicking his butt. He was kicking my butt, you know. And um, we were both giggling like we were eight-year-old kids. You know? <laughs> And, and Kelly immediately noticed, she's like, oh my God, you guys look so happy. And, and, and his wife said the exact same thing, like, you look so happy. And, Aww. Um, and it was just, it was great. I mean, I felt really comfortable with them. I felt like I, you know. Like you felt like real family. Yeah, exactly. I felt yeah. like real family. But it's so weird because I, I didn't grow up with them, you know. So there was nothing really. So it just goes to show that family is really about feelings, you know. It's not so much about yeah uh, blood it's or, or who you actually are raised with it's, it's just how you yeah. feel when you're with someone yeah and then, and then so then like i talked to him and, and had a great time and then when i went back to the house and my brother was there he immediately starts talking about our you know the past you know back you know 30 years ago we used to live on this in phoenix and the block we used to live in he remembers all kinds of details like remember that guy who had shaky hands we used to sell us lemons and there was that one girl next door and there was that other friend across the street. And there's so many things. And as he's telling me, I'm like, I vaguely remember some of the thing like that. But to him, it's like, it's yesterday. You it's know, like, he, yeah, like he's he actually living everything. in the past. Yeah, exactly. Like he's like actually <laughs> living in the past and I'm living more so in the present with thoughts on the future, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's really uh, interesting. Hmm. So. Yeah. I have a, a cousin I didn't even, well, technically I have three cousins I didn't know existed until I was like 19 or 20. And like, but one of them I really like hit it off with. And I got a text from her because she had like, she, she finally like 
like reached out back to her biological father who is my uncle you know and like uh you know she met the rest of the family and everything and my dad gave her my phone number and i'm just like who are your parents because i didn't know i didn't know my (laughs) uncle had kids and then uh they came out to visit like one summer for like maybe a week and then like by the like second or third day we were saying the same things at the same time and it was like we knew each other you know our whole lives but i'd I'd even we didn't know each other existed for our whole lives (laughs) it was pretty crazy (laughs) yeah that's very similar to my experience yeah Yeah. (laughs) how does that work i don't know man so what else is going on with you? I mean, like, I, I, I want to find out more about what you're doing. Uh, just trying to uh, figure out, like, what to do with my career and stuff. Because I don't, I don't like the, the job I'm doing. Well, I mean, I like some things about it, but other things are not good. <laughs> like, it, like it's like, like, even though it's tech support, there's a lot of pressure on sales, which doesn't make sales. any sense. Wow, like, yeah. you, you have, like, like a selling, or something? Uh-huh. You have like a quota or something, or they're saying, "Hey, we want you yeah. to." Yeah, technically, yeah, there is a quota. I don't know. I don't know if I would get like fired over it, but like everything else, like the customer service and stuff, I do pretty well. So I don't know, but it it's like <laughs> I'd well, I'd rather you know work for myself or something. Well, of course. I mean, I, when you're kids, no one says, "I want to grow up and be a tech support person." <laughs> yeah. Nobody says that. So I don't think they do, but um, yeah, I mean, I can understand that. Are you looking for something more on the creative side or more um, technical or more like um, um, organizational side, you know, like a producer or something like that? Or I have no idea. Have no idea. <laughs> well, I mean, I've always known you to be pretty creative, you know, like. Um, yeah, it, it's like, like I have a weird, like I'm a, I'm, I'm really good at technology, like a, as a technical person, which is like, I'm really good at fixing people's problems and stuff. And like, <laughs> what about <I'm> yours? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, like, I mean, uh, when it comes to technical things, like, oh, yeah. so like computers, I, I fix all my problems by myself, you know? <laughs> and then, uh, but like when it comes to, um, when it comes to like selling myself, like anything to do with sales, I'm absolutely terrible. <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly the same way. I'm like, I'm really, like, I have a lot of skills and stuff. I've done a lot of stuff. But when you ask me to, to toot my own horn, I'm just like, yeah, exactly. It. It's like, I, I don't, it's, it's hard. I need other people to do it. Other people yeah, do it. Yeah, exactly. Like, like when Kelly does it for me or she's talking about me, I'm like, that sounds so great. Like, why can't I say that kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, and, and the funny thing is I can sell other people a lot better. Yeah. Like, like with Sam, like just telling people what he did. I got so many more people interested than if, like, he told them or, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I'm an exact yeah. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, uh, just can't do it. I don't know why. Maybe I just don't, uh, it probably has to do with the upbringing, you know, like, yeah. you know, I know when I was growing up, I was never, um, especially in my family, the, the, the way they act, they're, they're Mexican, right? They have this really, um, they have this one sound that they make that's like, it goes like this. <sighs> <laughs> and it's just that it's it means it basically it diminishes anything you say no matter what it is yeah. no matter what you accomplish all they got to do is make that sound and you're back to zero so i, I could go to them and be like hey you know i'm on i'm gonna be on tv and they'll be like ah. and i'll be like wow isn't that 
Isn't that something? Doesn't that mean it? Or Aww. I just won an Emmy Award. <sighs> I'm not saying they totally did that, but they do that in, other, in some circumstances. And it's just a really weird, like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's very Latino family oriented. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like, um, if you were to put it as a metaphor, it's like, um, actually my dad used to, used to tell me this metaphor when we were young. It's like, he would say, Mexicans are like, you put a bunch of them in a jar right and they're all like this giant jar and they're all inside there and then they would all walk over each other trying to get to the top and if someone reaches the top someone would pull them down and then walk on top of them and try to pull them now so it's always this this thing they don't even though you're all related they don't want anybody to succeed or to do anything worthwhile because then it makes them less of a less for, for you know for not doing that so they don't want you to really do that and so they kind of like verbally like will make you feel like yeah, like it's not really anything. Whereas, you know, in a, in an Asian family or like say Japanese, for example, um, and he said this also is that you know they they'd help each other. They form a little ladder and get on top of each other and help each other out. And actually, I've seen that in in internet videos too. That the the Japanese culture is that way. They 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 think about themselves as a whole together, all connected, yeah. and they all fail or they all succeed. You know, and that's a, a very very different direct opposite of mexican family yeah i'm uh since i'm 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 from a age or filipino family so like my uh i i call filipinos the mexicans of asia because we have like a really similar you know like with the spanish you know Mm -hmm, um, and then but you know so it's kind of like the asian uh like version of that but so like i think like i I haven't really, I haven't gone to the Philippines yet, but I know that, like, like, I've been told that people are very, like, petty and, like, uh, like, they, they don't like, like, wealthier people than them or something like that. Yeah, they, 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 they want to. Like, their only saving grace is that they, like, emphasize education, like, no matter how poor or whatever they are. And that, that really is important, you know, because it helps them improve, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, one of my and best buddies is uh, he. He's uh, been with a, a Filipino um, girl for like, like ten years at least. I mean, a long time. So they're pretty much married, even though they're not legally married. Uh. And, uh, he's been over there. He he actually bought a house over there, and I think they had to sell it eventually. But um, his her family is total, you know, ultimate Filipino family, and and they do <laughs> they do all the stereotypical things, um, <laughs> and. and uh, He's just telling me about it, and, and um, he was also telling me about, like, how they, uh, I mean, exactly what you said, but also, um, apparently, there's, uh, diabetes is rampant in the Philippines, because really? they, they love their sugar, so, like, one of the dishes yeah. they love to eat is, like, spaghetti um, oh, yeah. with, with marinara it's sauce, but then, like, sweet. syrup, yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll make oh. it sweet. And yeah. so, like, everything they eat, they have, have a little sweetness in there, so they add sugar or syrup or whatever. Um, yeah it's, it's not good I mean, too much sugar is not good for you but it's, just, it's weird i don't know it has to do with you know the the amount of money they make which is very similar to mexicans i mean they're they don't come from a lot of money they're you know poor for the most part um trying to make ends meet and then um i guess they do the same thing you know that they see wealthy as kind of like the enemy you know if you're if you have money then you know Ah, yeah, like you're a bad person or something. Yeah, or or they're not they're not they're not one of us or I don't know. Yeah. Crazy. (laughs) 
family is Anne. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say something, but I forgot. Uh, we were talking about Filipinos. Filipinos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to say. Darn. Uh, well, I, I don't know. <laughs> Did you visit any family this um this last? Uh, no. It, that's part of the reason why I don't like my job is that we get pretty much just enough PTO to cover like sick days because I can't mm -hmm. take any non-paid time off, and I I like my computer died or my hard drive died. I got sick and the power went off, and like. And I, so I was close to getting a warning because of things out of my control like that. Oh, wow. And it's like, and that used up most of my PTO. So I'm like, well, fuck, now I can't, like, visit my family, you know? And it's been, like, a couple of years since I've seen any of them. And it's really frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for me, it was, uh, like, three, year, three and a half years since I saw my family. Because uh, since I moved to Canada, basically, once I got here, um, you know, for one thing, I was busy with work, but also mm -hmm. um, uh, when I did go back, I went back once for my, uh, for Kelly's brother's wedding. So we only went for that. And then the, the second time I went, we just to visit my kids. So it's like, those are my first priorities, right? Is to see my immediate yeah. family and stuff like that. So, yeah. <laughs> and it's a lot of money to get out there. Especially this last Christmas, it was like $800 for a plane ticket and because it was Christmas time. But even then, normally it's like, or five hundred dollars for yeah. a plane ticket, so it's it's kind of pricey, and I can't do it all the time. And when I do have the money to do it, I have to prioritize. Well, what am I going to do? Who am I going to see? What's more yeah. important, my kids or, <laughs> you know, my family talking about thirty years ago? You know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, yep. So, what? How about your current boyfriend? What, what's he? What's he do? Is he? Did he? Uh, Visit he like he does like uh wait wait say that again. Did he did he get to visit family or is he? Yeah, all his family lives around here. <laughs> or around here. Yeah, so I got oh. to see his family. Oh. That's good. <laughs> How is it? They're all they're all pretty awesome too. Like, uh, do, do they like you? Yeah, yeah. Of course, everybody likes you. <laughs> everybody likes you, right? No, I was just, I was yeah. just sometimes you'll get a weird family that's like judgmental or something. Yeah, but uh, one of one of his aunts one time whispered to me, she's like, I didn't like uh, his uh, ex-wife, but I like you. <laughs> I was like, uh, oh. So he had an ex-wife who was married previously. Yeah. Just once or? Yeah, just once. We actually got divorced like the same time that me and Sam got, I mean, like, me and Sam got divorced the same time he and his wife got divorced. <laughs> but, yeah. How did you guys meet? I never really... Uh, just online. Online? <laughs> yeah. Online where? Randomly. Like chat, chat rooms or, like... Uh, like, on a forum, actually. Uh, <laughs> we just started uh, talking, like, because, uh, like, I posted something that, like, wasn't really related to, uh, like, I wasn't trying to find a relationship or anything. And then we were just talking, and we got to know each other and stuff. So, is it like a relationship forum? Um, yeah. I was looking for somebody like in my area, not like in Louisiana. <laughs> you know, like super far away. <laughs> yeah. Looking for someone who what? It's just a chat with or whatever. Yeah. 
Is it okay to talk about this stuff, or is that something you don't uh, talk about? I guess I don't want to get too personal. It's <laughs> just generalities. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. At least not right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so what do you post these, these, um, these uh, podcast things at? Um, on, on YouTube, I, uh, I post the video. So um, it's, you know, it's basically the same thing just with video. And then I have a podcast on SoundCloud and it, you can find it on iTunes and everything as well. Okay. So <laughs> I haven't done a lot of posting yet. I'm just focusing on, you know, making content. Yeah. So, yeah. I have a, a few followers. <laughs> A few, like what? At least one that always At comments. Least one? Okay. <laughs> That's good. No, I mean, you have to start out. Uh, yeah. It's probably small until, until you get a certain amount of followers. You have to get all, like, you know, do, do you get all, you have to fix yourself up before you go? Home. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you look the I'm same. Wearing, I'm actually wearing, like, pajama pants. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, I am too, actually. <laughs> I'll stand up. Look. Um, but, uh, you know, you're in your red uh, hoodie. That's like how I, yeah. uh, that's yeah. like I think of when Christine. Close my eyes, that's Christine. She's got the red hoodie and, and the dark brown hair. Yeah, I actually like lost this for a while. I was like, where the hell did it go? And apparently I left it at somebody's house and I, I got it back during Christmas. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, yay. <laughs> my stereotypical red hoodie, which is like... Uh, like I I haven't uh talked about this yet on my uh, podcast, but like um like one of the one of the major things that made me go from atheist to spiritual was when I um I found out through Sam this this lady who was doing like Reiki like healings. She was like living in like some other state, you know, and like she was offering them for free and I was like, Oh, that's cool, I want one. You know, like, <laughs> like, haha, I'll try. Right yeah, now. yeah, exactly. Like, oh, that'd be cool. And then, like, I had no idea what she was doing, but she, uh, I, so, so I didn't even really appreciate what she was doing until, like, way later. And, like, I realized that she was spending hours just, like, you know, like, she was, like, I guess she was, like, um, imagining, like, the different chakras in my body and, like, you know, make, like, she could, pretty much see it like in her mind's eye or whatever like mm -hmm. you know and, and she would like fix things if it didn't seem right and then sometimes she would see like a vision which she described as like it would just be like a movie that she would see like in her you know her her mind's eye or or in her vision mm -hmm. and she she said that um she saw this lady like a young lady that was like a complainer and she was the source of my unhappiness at work and like mm. and uh she she said something like it was like almost verbatim like um all the, they're hiring all these new people and having them you know train people they're gonna ruin everything and like and she described her as wearing like a red jacket with long brown hair and i was like that is exactly a conversation I had with two people I shared an office with. Remember when I was in an office with them and like, and that, uh, you know, that was me. I'm the source of my unhappiness. <laughs> and she had no, idea. she only knew my first name. 
and she never saw a picture of me. She didn't know where I worked. She, you know, she didn't know anything about me. She, she, she couldn't have found out. Yeah, and she described, and then I send her a picture later, and she was like, oh my gosh, that is you. Like, she's never seen, you know, experienced that before. So she was, like, shocked that she wow. saw, you know, a vision. And, uh, yeah, so that was, like, the first time I realized, like, oh my god, like, I'm, I'm the reason why I'm so unhappy in life and, like, all this. And that just kind of, like, you know, triggered, like, a huge... <laughs> change in my life and like yeah I think that's yeah. that was before we really started talking like I, I think that was when we just started to get to know each other and stuff like that and you know when we were working on <laughs> that movie <laughs> Maybe? the well Alice you know oh yeah yeah, yeah um <laughs> Yeah, I, I keep um, keep thinking when when is Christine gonna gonna um, make the skies shake? You know, because uh, <laughs> I've always thought of you as like as um, someone who's got a, a really strong um, energy on the inside and um, manifested with your red hoodie. I know. But, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, like just like. You're telling me about how people would read you and they'd be like, "Oh, you got this fiery person." I was like, "Yeah, I, totally." I mean, it's <laughs> like, like I don't know how that works, but I just know that I I trust my feelings and, and the things I I feel, and so like I always felt like um, there was something really uh, strong and bright about your you and your personality and and the things in your head, um, which is. It's funny because it's like the diametric opposite of like, uh, you know, because you're so goofy. And, yeah. And like uh, childlike at times. And people will mistake that for immaturity and, mm -hmm. and lack of knowledge of uh, yeah, the world exactly. and all that kind of stuff, right? And, yep. Um, but it's, it's still not like that. It's, it's uh, I don't know, the more I learn about life, the more I realize that um, those things are things you can't measure and that you can't see you just have to feel it and yeah, know it right exactly yeah, yeah like like judging a person's character you know it's like it's all a feeling you know like even if somebody appears to be like charming like they make the right movements or something it's like it yep. doesn't matter mm -hmm. you know like like it's like you know, people say, like, the eyes are the window to the soul, and it's, like, it comes from within, and it comes out through, like, expressing through the eyes. So it's not like the eyes are causing what is inside of us. You know, it's, it's the opposite. Yeah. So that, that's why, like, if, like, somebody just doesn't make you feel right or whatever, like, you have to trust that because it's, like, that's, it's like our a subconscious kind of understanding that you know something is wrong with this person or like you know they might do something or or whatever so <laughs> or, or your energy is not just not compatible with that yeah thing, you know? yeah energy is everything that's the thing i don't understand like um is is i've been spiritual for a long time um there was a small window where i was atheist i guess when i was in my early 20s or something that's when like you start to you know 
realize how screwed up everything is and how bullshit everything is. And then you start mm-hmm. to the opposite. We're like, oh, nothing exists. God it doesn't exist. Nothing like that. Yeah, and, exactly. But then, but then as, you know, as I started like feeling things more and more and, and then figuring things out, I'm like, hey, I've always kind of felt that, and that, now it makes sense. And um, it's it's just a, it's a much bigger world out there and, and much much more to it than most people understand. And um, unfortunately, it's it's very right now the world is very visual and materialistic and um Mm -hmm. oriented on how you look and and how how much you fit into their little um you know oh yeah (laughs) and and if the more you conform to that the more you wear what they want you to wear and speak how you want it they want you to speak and do the right fashion the right haircut and you say the right things at meetings and you say all like all that stuff is part of this big huge veil that's been pulled over that most people don't see and um well, it's it's nice to know that um, you recognize it, but you don't fall for it, and that um, you're. I'm always like, I have I'm always slightly outside of whatever box people are in, just like observing, yeah. and then I'll, I'll like interact with them through like a whole bag, you know, and, and but <laughs> figuratively, I'm still on the outside, and I'm not really part of that that group, you know. Yeah. Kind of, I think it's a. I uh, I'm proud of of that. I'm, I'm proud of being, like not yeah. being that, you know. Being like true to yourself and and yeah. like being real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like a, a lot of people, especially people that are like that have positions of power, they don't really know what they're doing, but they think they do. <laughs> oh, oh my! <laughs> and, like, every single job and every single. Yeah, like you're that. literally the best supervisor I've ever had. Like everybody else has been complete shit, and like. They like they so many times I enjoy a job, but it's just like so managed badly that it makes it a bad job, and I want to yeah. leave. Like yeah, that's what they say is, is you don't <laughs> people don't leave a company; they leave their supervisors or their yeah. bosses, and that's almost always the case. I mean, right now uh, where I work, you know, I'm not too happy with some of my supervisors, and it just makes you feel like like. Gosh, don't you care about people? I mean, don't you yeah. understand that people are more than what you treat them like? Don't you understand that, you know, yeah, they're more this than affects just that? And, you yeah. know, it's, like, it's, so, it's like common sense stuff to me, like the most basic, you know, stuff you can know. And it's just they act like, like, like nothing. Like it's just, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And, like it, in my job, uh, like I often get like 100% satisfaction ratings from my customers because they, they like me so much and they have, you know, such a good experience and I'm doing everything I can to help them, which is really all that matters, you know, cause that's what, that's what they say they want to focus on customer experience. Mm-hmm. But then like when they audit my calls every once in a while, like I get like a 50% because I didn't say, Oh, thank you for being a customer for, you know, for so long, you know, at the beginning of uh, the call or something. And it's like, they don't care about that kind of crap. <laughs> yeah, and it's like they're, they're working off of this formula that they have that, that says, yeah. okay, this is what it, if it sounds like this, this is the way you make money or the way you do whatever it is they want you to do. And if you don't fit into that little thing, they're like, oh, well, it's not, it's not good. But it's the opposite. It's like, yeah. just open your eyes and, and <laughs> see it for what it is instead of following these little things that you don't even understand. I, I've, I've always found that people that 
don't understand stuff, they tend to really focus on the one thing they don't do, they do understand. Yeah. Like, I remember doing some, some uh, shots and conversion and, and stuff. And we used to do an older process where we, we put a lot of facets together and, and turned it in that way. And then, um, like say if, if we're modeling, a, if we were doing a, a flamingo, we would have like, I don't know, eight regions that make up this flamingo, right? And mm -hmm. uh, that's what we would put, put, through, uh, put through depth and, and, and end up finishing the shot. And then so when I, I did this other technique where um, I made flamingos out of, you know, from a 3D model, and the amount of regions or facets in that were, you know, like three times more than the, what, we, what we were doing, um, so the resolution is way better. Um, and then, uh, it went on to the next department, you know, the comp department, and then they, they processed and did their thing. And then someone looked at it and they're like, they ran it through some, like, uh, uh, like a, a viewing lot where they could see the, the, they could see the difference, um, the gradient differences between the, the different facets. And, and because they could see it, they're like, oh, wait, there's a problem. You know, this, this is too low of resolution. This is only 8-bit. You know, you need, and then I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, this is twice, three times higher resolution than we've ever done before. And like, you see, and then there's a problem. Well, what's <laughs> that, that you think it should be high resolution. And because they only see that, they can't see depth. So they only see it from a technical aspect. And they only see, yeah, oh, it's 8-bit. It's, it's not 16-bit. Yeah. There's a problem. It's like, no, there is no problem. Trust me. There's no <laughs> yeah. problem. And it's just, most people see still like that. They're trying to focus on what they understand. Because they don't the only thing that I understand, stuff. yeah. <laughs> and it's just like I think a lot of people do that in life, you know, in in everything, yeah. in businesses, and all the, our supervisors, all those dummy bosses. Yeah. Way, they don't understand, so they only focus on the well. The the paper says you need to be doing saying this thing at this point, so you didn't do that. So see, there's a problem. It's like yeah, yeah, it's the same same thing. They don't get it. <laughs> yeah, like I had <laughs> I had a one manager that owned a florist shop and like uh like i left uh like a flower arrangement at somebody's work with her like m like her coworker or something and then apparently i wasn't supposed to do that and then my my boss got mad at me even though she found out that like that coworker like she called and told us that the coworker like uh, called the lady up and and she came and got it. So like, you know, the only thing that matters is that the person got it, right? Like, it, and it's in good sh shape and everything. But my my boss was still like, you know, like, no, this is a problem. And it's like, no, we solved the problem. That's all that matters. <laughs> like, the problem yeah. was solved. It's no longer a problem. We don't move on. You know, <laughs> like. <laughs> It's unnecessary yeah. to, to get worked up about a non-problem. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so frustrating <laughs> dealing with people like that. And um, yeah, it's like people are focusing on the wrong things. And yeah, it's they're uh, stuck in the matrix, and yeah. <laughs> you know, they they don't understand that that's just an illusion they're they've created and yeah, living exactly. So. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's I guess it's just like the people at the very top that are, you know, 
causing all this because they're forcing everybody else and they're you know they're creating this culture of like we have to follow the data and make the you know make the numbers appear to be uh good even yeah. though everything else is like what you're actually trying to do is not happening or something <laughs> so they don't realize that like all the big things that have happened in history didn't happen because you you followed some algorithm or template or you know, some page that tells you what you're supposed to say or answer, or you follow this mathematical equation. Like, none of the stuff, big stuff in history ever happened that way. It always happened from someone who didn't do those things and did the opposite and found yeah. their own formula, made up a whole new thing. All the big advances in history were that way, you know, from, from, uh, from the automobile to the cotton gin to the, you know, everything. Like, all the big stuff that changed, you know, made a huge impact did not happen because they were following rules and because they were reading something and how to do something. That's not the way. It never happens that way. And people don't get that. They think, well, I need to advance. So I need to follow all this stuff and do all these things and check out, check all these boxes and make sure everything yeah. is in the right <laughs> spot. And like, yeah, well, you can do that, but you're, you're never going to innovate. So <laughs> whatever. Yeah. That's like the main problem with um, like school. It's, it's teaching us like, old information like like I remember when I was learning how to you know write in cursive they're like oh you're gonna use this in college and like the rest of your life or whatever and like <laughs> and then like I, I think even in middle school we probably that's probably when we stopped using it because it's like you know computers became popular so yeah. and then now it's like apparently all of like public school like you get your homework and do homework on computer like over the internet and stuff so no cursive <laughs> yeah. in fact i don't think i used cursive outside of school ever yeah you know, it's like god i just i just you know wrote hand wrote and you know, <laughs> yeah, just writing. the way the way that you write yeah. like whatever's most comfortable yeah exactly whatever's fastest for you <laughs> yep and um let's see yeah, cursive and also some certain things in like like math. I mean, math is is important but only to a certain degree, and only mm -hmm. to a certain. Uh, I think, I think, life uses math caps off at like algebra. Yeah. Um, and and then like everyday. Yeah, math. everyday kind of yeah. stuff or, or stuff like that. But beyond that, it's 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 like okay, you'll never use this unless you're teaching theoretical quantum physics to. Somebody yeah, like, like if you're gonna go in that direction. Yeah, if you're gonna go in that direction. Great, but if you're not, there's no reason to learn, you know, imaginary numbers. Yeah, uh, that's where it took a turn for me once. Once you started <laughs> teaching that, and then I said, wait a minute. So these numbers aren't real; they don't exist. No. Okay, wait. wait okay, hold on. <laughs> go back. Go back. Okay, so we want to learn about something that doesn't exist that we're just pretending exists, and and what for? And yeah. I, once they went down that road, I'm like, I have to like, I have to do this to graduate high school. <laughs> yeah, but I'll never ever need to use this ever in my real life. Ever. Yeah. 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 I pretty much like the most complex math I ever do is a uh, algebra, me too, or algebra or I create cell spreadsheets that do math for me. <laughs> yeah, and, and if you like, you want to do it fast, we got calculators and computers and the spreadsheets. Yeah. So yeah. But as far as like figuring out something, algebra, that's it. You know, two x equals you know five. What is x? You know, that's easy. That's yeah. That's that's the extent of what yeah. you you need to solve. Yeah. Even, even in even like when you're doing like high tech um, skilled 
uh, operations like in Nuke or some uh, visual effects software program, the, the highest you ever, ever, ever use is algebra. And, and that's it. No calculus, no, no imaginary numbers, no um, quantum theories. No, no. I mean, quantum theories are cool, I get them, but um, I don't apply them at what I do for a living. So, yeah. Don't need it. <laughs> I'm really glad I learned statistics, though. I took that in uh, in high school, and I I found out that I really like it because it's like it's applying science to like the scientific method to like data and numbers, oh, really? finding probability. Yeah. <laughs> statistics. I I would never have thought that. I would I would thought it'd be like twenty uh, percent of you know males do whatever and. I think that I thought that that's all it was, you know, that you just, what's the t statistic on this football team winning, you know, a certain amount of games a year? Is that <laughs> mean? I, I really had no idea what that was. Yeah, that, that would be a little complex. But, like, uh, like one, one thing I, I thought was interesting, um, there was this video of a guy trying to guess uh, people's, like, astrology signs. And he, he was, like, 100% in in the videos, you know, he did. But like, when you think about it, like, cause there was one part where he did three girls in a row, like they were friend, you know, together. And he was like, oh, you're this and this and this. And he was right. And like, if you calculate the probability of that, it was like 0, 0.00 something percent, you know, like, the, like he can't get that lucky, you know? So it's not luck. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, what if we apply, you know, statistics to astrology, you know, we could probably, like, if we seriously did it, we would probably find some very in interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and I bet you convince a whole lot more people that there's something to it, that there's not just. Yeah. Uh, and, and besides, like, I, you know, I, I read about, like, the history of astrology and the way they, they figured it out was that, like, as they learned or as we discovered planets they went back in history or you know looked back in history and figured out like okay so when you know all the different relationships and movements of all these planets then like you know it correlates with all this so it's all based on correlations and you know as time went on we got you know we have more planets we know of and we um you know, a lot of people are starting to, like, get really serious about it. So, like, you know, like, in the last, like, 10 or 20 years, it's gone, like, exponentially more, um, you know, accurate because people are seriously studying it. And it's, you know, it's, it's like, the same exact astrology chart is found on, like, an Egyptian, like, slab. Like, it, it's, the same, you know, the same exact characters and everything. So that's how old it is. So, you know, it, it's not like, like religion, how we're just like, oh, it, you know, this is what it's been for this long. So that's why we believe in it. No, it's, it's because we've improved it since then, since, you know, we first started using it and, you know, like thousands of years, that's a lot of improvement. That's a lot of, you know, research and, like, especially, you know, the more people take it seriously and study it and, you know, like, actually use 
the scientific method, then the better it is because like all the best astrologers I know, they, they like, they predicted things to a T, <laughs> like yeah. very specific things. I, I guess statistics has to do with that. Huh? They, they must use statistics to get a lot of that information. Yeah, exactly. Cause that's all it is. It's just like data. So they just like yeah, it's look not at. Like, it's not like some of the phony religions where they're like, "Well, this, you know." Um, oh, I feel like God is talking to me. Yeah, or like, like, <laughs> you did this really crazy miracle thing, and it, you know, it. it so like, it's just it's actual yeah. data, not yeah, exactly. Not some, some story, you know. That's yeah. what people don't understand. They, they think it's just some made up, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's not. Like, it's not a belief system. It's a. It's a science. The way it's structured and everything. Yeah. It's just, it's like a soft science. Like, yeah, my, like my social brothers, studies. Uh, <laughs> my brothers are, are very, like, they don't, they don't think that that's real. Yeah, they're all skeptical. Yeah, they're just like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> tired of trying to convince people. I just don't even try anymore. There's certain things I, I won't know. even talk to them about because it's just like, I know that as soon as I say one thing, they'll be like, Bleh. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it really, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, okay, just discount everything I just said. Just yeah. That's always frustrating. Yeah. That's why I tend to not talk to people about stuff. You know? yeah. Unless they already believe it, and then I'll talk to them about it. But otherwise, I'm just like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even, like, mention it if. If they're the type of person who would say like, "Oh, is if if you believe in astrology, I instantly think you're le less intelligent." Yeah. <laughs> like, because that's like, that's, uh, you know, cl closed-mindedness in yeah. a in a way, you know, like a different way than like saying, you know, like a conservative Christian that, you know, is anti-gay and all that. <laughs> it's like oh, just another. Started on the I know. <laughs> oh, geez. It's too upsetting. They're so like hypocritical. Some of them, and just like they, they say this, but they do that. And it's like that is totally not what you yeah. what all about. It's, I I recently saw the news like so, like one of those like you know anti-gay like I think he was like a a politician or something like that. I wasn't really paying attention, but like, you know, like he was supposed to be a spokesperson and then like he caught, have, he was caught having sex with a man. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. They always come do. Come on. <laughs> At least be true to yourself, right? I know, don't exactly. just make a lie. It's just, like, don't, you know. don't be the spokesperson. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because at some point he must have like tried, went for it, right? I want to be the spokesperson. Oh, you, I'll, I'll do that. I'll get a pit. I want to yeah. do it. You know? It's like, just. I it's know. like, I could do it, even though I have, you know, feelings of. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, I just recently, you know, went uh, vegetarian, right? Actually, like pescatarian. Yeah. And um, that'd be like me going out and talking about the joys of meat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, no, um, you don't eat meat anymore. You can't be talking about it, how much you love it. Just no, don't do it. Hey, that's kind of a metaphor, right? Eat meat. And then yeah. the eating, eating his own meat. Different kind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It, it's like I feel sorry for them, too, because it's like, like what, 
compelled them like what what is compelling them to want to do that you know like is it is it because they're so afraid of being themselves that they don't want to like you know get ostracized by everybody else or they they're just cowards in general like yeah um, i think it's like, probably all of the above you know that and just money understanding <laughs> yeah money you know money's always involved somewhere uh not not understanding what what's really happening what they really feel what the significance of what they're saying how it affects other people um just everything you know and 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 also just not understanding life in general like how um how we are all connected and 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 um sharing uh this life on this planet and it, it's all we're all connected to each other it's all relevant it's all that's the whole other thing whole yeah. Other topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i i guess i i understand like where like the you know super conservatives come from because it's like they probably just imagine that like you know gay people are all like super like like well like i guess the main mm -hmm. idea is that they're you know it's sin like the idea that you're not like expressing what i hate that reason because they <laughs> say that sin in many other ways themselves yeah. so well i i think okay. that sin means something else that like was distorted you know and like but it's like like apparently sin is a um what is it uh uh Aramaic word for off the mark for like art it's an archery term so mm. it's like so like I think that the um the mark you know like the the bullseye is like you know like when you're when you're just like you know like you accept people you love people you know like you're you're genuinely a good person um you know like like whatever <laughs> it's hard for me to explain but like you know like like i kind of feel like that i'm i'm like not not sinning yeah you know, like not a sinner you know like the opposite <laughs> of a sinner right yeah. now because i feel like i'm true to myself i feel like i'm on the right path you know like i i genuinely like you know like people and i want to help people you know like i i don't really have any hate for anybody you know, even, you know, even people like terrorists, you know, I, I just feel sorry for them because they, you know, even they, your boss. yeah, exactly. It's just like, ah, <laughs> oh. but like, you know, like, I think that's what we're supposed to aim for because yeah. that's the best way for everybody to live. Mm -hmm. But like, but like in the Christian sense, I'm a sinner because like, I, you know, like I, I guess I'm promiscuous sometimes or like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not married, but I have sex, you know, like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. it doesn't oh, matter, like, even though I'm oh, not you drink following, alcohol, you know, that's, oh my yeah, God, I drink alcohol, I, alcohol, yeah, so it's like, I, I, I don't follow, like, that set idea of what, you know, I'm, a good Christian is supposed to be like, but I feel like I'm more Christ-like than most Christians, you know? Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's all about being a good person, but, you know, if, if, if the original word sin means off the mark, well, shit, I am way off the mark all the time with everything, so I'm a fucking sinner through and through and, and I'm proud to be so. So uh, I'd, I'd rather be off the mark than on it like everybody else. I don't want to, you know, I'm not like everybody else. I don't think the way they do anyway. So 
Yeah, or at least their idea yeah. of what on the mark means. But yeah. I think they just completely misunderstand. It's all what distorted, post. yeah. Because I mean, of... the whole point of Christianity is to be like Christ. You know, like, like and if to... everybody was like him, you know, like... Which is to love everybody and accept yeah. everybody, right? And, and, yeah. and that, that's what it's really about. And, most, and it's usually the opposite, which just goes to show, you know, it's really not about what they say it is. It's, it's all about... Um, I mean, we can get in this whole discussion about, like, history of religion, how it was, you know, changed and altered to get people to go into a church so they could, you know, it's it turned into yeah. something that segregates people instead of something that unites them, and that's mm -hmm. always a, it's the opposite. It, it of harms people are. instead of helping them. Too. Exactly. And that's what a lot of people do nowadays. They, they hide behind this um, thing where, you, where you're supposed to be this way, and then they judge you for not being the way they they say you're supposed to be and then that and it's like the opposite of what it's just yeah I mean, <laughs> it's nuts it's, it's not even worth it to argue with them i, I don't argue with any <laughs> yeah. of these people i'm just like okay yeah you know. it's like the the only thing you could do really is to just be a good person and you know if they let themselves open up and you know and like notice that then you know you could at least change their perspective a little bit and that that's the most you could do you can't force them to change their perspective they have to do it themselves yeah <laughs> oh people <laughs> oh humanity yeah L learning about um like sales and marketing and stuff um i've learned that like like people <laughs> oh a dog escapes. <laughs> oh, um, like people don't understand. Like, like they like even you know on the the left, like the like people who are really liberal and stuff. They they think that like we just gotta force people to be open minded and loving and stuff like that. But it's like even you know like in that extreme, we can't we can't do that either it won't work because people like their psychology is all messed up like like in uh when we come when we market things it it's like we can explain you know like oh this will help in the environment and all this other stuff and like you know like like all this positive things like why wouldn't you want to do that or like you know it'll make you healthy or whatever but it's like people don't buy based on that unless they're really into that sort of thing. So most people you have to like, you have to explain how it benefits you personally the most, you know, like, like if it's, if it makes you more uncomfortable, nobody's going to buy it, you know? <laughs> so it, it's like we, you have to entice people to like spend their money, you know, like kind of trick people or like, um, like you know, even though you know that's what um, what you should do because it's you know like th that that was my problem with um, that business I tried to start. Like I I tried to start an eco friendly you know store, and it failed miserably because I was doing that. I was like I was focusing on like oh this is the best for the environment, and that way and I thought like oh people would buy from that from me because of that, but it's like. No, people will buy because it's convenient for them or it solves their problems or, you know, whatever. 
So it, it's like, that's why <laughs> I, I just, yeah. I just so, messed up, you know, with that. So it, it didn't. Well, I mean, work. sales are, are its own thing. It's like a whole nother. Well, I mean, one thing I learned is, is, uh, is my wife, Kelly, when she used to work at the store of knowledge, she, she, she could sell like anything to anybody. And it was, um, I've, I've seen her do it a few times and like, the way she does it is like what, what a normal person would be like, hey, you need to buy this. You know, it's really great. Don't you want to buy this? Really, right? And, the, and she doesn't approach it that way. She doesn't approach it in a way where like you got to buy this. She, she approaches it in a way like all you got to do is find something that that person is, uh, likes or, or attaches to. And then you make them feel comfortable. And then you sort of you tell them about if, if they're looking, say, like looking for a gift for a family member, you don't tell them this is the best gift and this is the best the gift you need to buy you say well how's he gonna how's he gonna feel when he gets that like you, you, yeah. you get them to picture that and then suddenly they're not thinking about the price or none of that whether or not it's gonna be good all they're thinking about is like oh i want to see that expression on their face when i give it to them and, and i'm like oh yeah okay i yeah. want to buy this because they're gonna feel really happy and so <laughs> it's like a little trick you, you flip it exactly and not, you're not really selling the item you're selling them on the feeling, the feeling. Have yeah by getting exactly. it and, yeah. and that's what she does really well and um, I was like, that's, what's, that's what real sales are about. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny because it's like I consciously know that, but I just don't know how to do that. And I feel uncomfortable when I try to do yeah, that. So yeah, it's like, it's like <laughs> you have to have a certain personality type to do that really well. And, and some people do. My wife yeah. Really cool. <laughs> and it's like they're, they're lucky they, they have that skill because – because there's so many sales jobs out there that are available and it's oh, like, man. and, and a lot of times, you know, it, it's based on performance. So you, you could like, you know, get really successful and, you know, earn a lot of, a lot of money instead of just getting a, you know, a fixed amount of money mm -hmm. or something. <laughs> yeah. Is that a PlayStation controller? The uh, Xbox one. Like Xbox. <laughs> Is that like a custom one? Or is that what they look like now? I don't even know. Well, I mean, it's like a special one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not a, an elite controller, though. Those are like, I think they're like 150. And they're like heavy. And they're like, they have like metal parts and stuff like that. They're really nice. <laughs> what, what's so special about them? Well, it's just like high quality, so it lasts forever. Like this yeah, is just, you know, it's, it's basically plastic, you know. So mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> that's for hardcore gamers, right? Like I need yeah. a metal one that's gonna last for twenty years because I'm gonna be playing for twenty years. Yeah, I mean, this feels cheap now because I, because actually my boyfriend has one, and like, so like this feels all light and cheap, and like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's that on your What's that on your thumb there? What is that? My oh. Like a, oh, it's a ring? silver ring, yeah. It's, oh, a, it was, it's like an Art Nouveau kind of ring. Oh, it's almost like a Medusa or something? Uh, mm. Just like a, it's a woman, not Medusa. She oh, okay. kind of got smushed because uh, I guess she, it's been uh, polished a lot. <laughs> I thought it was a tattoo for a minute when you put that. Oh, on really? <laughs> a little tattoo on your knuckle there. That's cool. Nope. I just got a tattoo of this when I went to visit my kids. We all got a tattoo together. I got yeah. one on my shoulder here, and then uh, Kelly also got one, and then my daughter got, a, got one across the arm, and then my son got one on his ankle. So we all, all four of us got a tattoo on the same day. It's, it's kind of cool because oh. 
uh, something we're going to remember. Uh, well, Kelly and I got the same tattoo, but uh, my kids got different ones. But oh, just okay. the fact that it was all the same day by the same guy within a, nice. you know, a few hours it was, it was cool. And it was my <laughs> son's first tattoo, so he's, he's definitely going to remember that, that trip for a long time. Yeah. I, cool. I can't imagine getting a tattoo with my <laughs> Maybe yeah, my sister, I mean, but not, <laughs> yeah. not my parents. Yeah, my parents, no way. They, in fact, they're, they're, they used to be really anti-tattoo. My dad used to say that only uh, only people in jail get tattoos. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, he used to say that a lot of stuff like that. He, was very, he used to be very judgmental about things he didn't understand. That's what it is, isn't it? If you don't understand, you, you tend to judge it. Yeah. But uh, he's he's a little better now. He I, we showed him our tattoos. Like, oh, it's cool. And my other families were like, oh, that's that's pretty because I showed him the other one I had in my arm, and they're like, oh, that's colorful, and <laughs> they were open to it now. But yeah, I could never do that with my family. But but with my kids, totally. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. And maybe you must be the be coolest like, dad yeah, as well. That's the only reason I'm doing it, right? So that they could tell their friends I'm a cool dad. Or, you know, cool mom. <laughs> it's the only reason. No. But um, no, it's it's great. Uh, I, I love it. I think uh, <laughs> the relationship with them is pretty cool. Good. <laughs> you you ever plan to have kids? I'm not saying like you know. Um, you know, soon, I, like at some point, you know. If I uh, make enough money, like I don't know. Make enough like, money? That's not that's not the reason. <laughs> you, here's a here's some advice. You'll never have enough money because no matter what age you are, if you haven't met 20, you won't have enough money. If you haven't met 30, you won't have enough money. If you haven't met 40, you won't have enough money. You still will never have enough money. So just have them whenever you want, if you <laughs> well, want. Well, I mean, technically, I couldn't afford all my bills right now, so <laughs> I, I need to make more money. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I was in the same boat when I had kids. I had kids in my early 20s, um, right? I had my two kids when I got married already. So, um, and we didn't have enough money to pay for any bills and, or feed them or anything. But somehow, <laughs> you know, it works somehow through the rough. You know, you, it's uh, metaphorically trudging through, through the snow. And, and, but you make it work somehow. And that's how it always ends up. I mean, you could probably ask your parents, and they probably didn't have much, enough money when they had you. Same with my parents. They didn't have enough money when they had me. Um, you just never will. So <laughs> it doesn't matter anyway. All right. <laughs> so if that's if you if you're looking to have kids, don't worry about having enough money because you won't. <laughs> but if you understand that, and then it doesn't matter because you know you won't. So. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to like pressure you or nothing. I'm not saying go have kids. <laughs> What's your boyfriend's name again? Matt. Okay, Matt. There's there's not a suggestion or nothing just, <laughs> just his mom is always a uh, um asking whenever when we're having kids <laughs> like before he was even divorced like legally oh, asking like, when you're gonna have kids with yeah. them oh, yeah. wow they really didn't like his ex did they <laughs> no <laughs> do you um are you, are you the type that feels like you have to be married before you have kids or are you like it doesn't matter to you um, Actually, yeah, I do feel like I need to get married before I have kids. <laughs> yeah? Okay. Are you, are, you, are you thinking about getting married again? Yeah. At some point? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not against marriage or anything. It's, it's like, uh, it? <laughs> it's just like, um, like, I, 
it's not like I, I, I have like a traditional view of marriage. Like, it, it's like, it's just like, you know, like it's a more serious relationship, you know, like it's committed. And plus like the, like the legal legalities of it and stuff is really important as well. You know, like if you're going to, if you're going to have like a long-term relationship with somebody, you know, and share things, buy things together, it's like, you might as well get married, you know, like it's not going to change anything, you know? So it's, yeah. it's just like, you know, solidifying a relationship. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people, you know, like my buddy in LA, he's, he's been with his girlfriend for, you know, over 10 years at the common law now, but they, they don't feel like they need to get married at any point. I mean, they're not having kids either, but you know, it's just, you know, everyone has their own, has their own little vibe, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I used to say I never wanted to get married. I used to say I never wanted to have kids because I didn't want to bring kids into the world. Yeah. Because I, at the, at the time, I was like, this world sucks. It's so evil. There's so many mean people. There's so much negativity. The, you know, the government's bad. The, everything's bad, bad, bad. And I want to subject my kids into this world because I feel so terrible about being here. I don't want to do that to them. Um, but it just happened, you know, they, um, my girlfriend at the time got pregnant who's now my wife. And, um, when I heard, I was just like happy about it. I don't know. I just, something else took over me. And I, it was, it was <laughs> great. I, I thought it was right wonderful. Here. And then, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I completely changed because yeah, it's, still was true you know that the world was terrible in some ways but um the part that was the opposite of that is the my kids themselves they they they're the light that shines brighter and lights up all the darkness you know so Aww. Um, <laughs> that that was like it was just so weird you don't really think about that kind of stuff in that way but that's it's just what your focus is and you know they're great yeah <laughs> kids are kids are great oh yeah like, especially now see i'm done you know they're they're 23 and 22 now so they're they've moved out they live in san diego we live out here in in canada um my responsibilities are are done <laughs> I think we can do whatever we want now and there's time to do that if we, if we want to go out clubbing we don't but you know <laughs> if we wanted to if we wanted to you know behave like adults and go do something crazy or you know have uh, wild nights or spend them somewhere in some other country or, or drink till our faces fall off or whatever it is all that it's possible and we can do it and, and it's not it's it's fun now we can and it's whereas my brother he just he's 47 he just had his daughter you know four years ago so he's just starting to be a dad he's like oh yeah man i'm feeling a little old you know gotta take them to school and stuff I'm like, oh, you think it's bad now? Wait till graduation. You're going to walk in there with gray hair and a cane. And they're going to be like, oh, is that your grandfather? No, that's my dad. Um, so <laughs> he's just starting you know, his, his journey. And me, I'm done. So yeah, that's he, did, true. he did all his fun bachelor stuff before that. And I'm going to do all my fun bachelor stuff now that I've at the yeah. end. So it's, I don't know. It's better. Who knows? That's true. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I used to be just, like, super anti, like, breeding and stuff. Like, I used to look down on people because I was, like, you know, like, people, like, kids use up so much 
you know, uh, like resources and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And like, we don't need to bring more people in the world. And, and I would like hate my life and stuff. But like, it's like now that now that I'm more mature, and like, I've improved myself a lot. I, th I think it was because I just like, subconsciously knew that I was just gonna be like, I, I would have been like a terrible parent because I was just immature and like messed up and stuff. But now, like, I feel like I do a much better job. And, you know, like I, I learned from my parents' mistakes. So I feel like, <laughs> you know, like I, I, I'll, I'll probably do a little bit better or something, I hope. And then, uh, and, you know, like I'm, I'm much more capable now. So I'm like, okay, you know, I, it wouldn't be so bad now. <laughs> Yeah, I think you make a good mom. Aw, thanks. <laughs> you and whoever you wanted to have kids with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Christine. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't cut your hair short. Yeah. It's a lot of times... Uh, yeah, they don't want to bother. Just, I'll just cut it all off. I wouldn't have to bother with that. I'm like, oh. I think a shoulder yeah. shoulder length is probably like the perfect length. Cause yeah. it's starting to get like annoying now. <laughs> a little annoying. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so I knew uh, someone who had it down to her her butt, her hair. Oh, I, her I used butt. to have it like that long. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh, it's pretty long. I mean, yeah. I, I had used to have long hair down to here, right? It was really wavy down really? to here. And, oh yeah, yeah. Was, I saw the pictures of you when you looked like Tarzan. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess I did look like Tarzan, but um, it was that was a fucking pain in the ass. That was a hassle, you know. <laughs> I, I only had it for a few years, so I can imagine having it a lot longer, and then like all the hair everywhere in the in the shower drain. Oh the, God, yeah. <laughs> fucking hair, man. Yeah, and now now it's, it's got a little gray in it, so it might not be as cool. But you know, <laughs> short hair is easy easier to deal with. Yeah. Got some gray in the beard, too, now. Yep. That's definitely the longest I've ever seen your beard. <laughs> yeah. I think it's it's a little... Yeah, it's, I've been letting it grow over the, uh, the hot day, I guess. Yeah, the, the winter. Oh, yeah, yeah it's well, cold as fuck. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, and it helps with your face. But, you know, at least, at least this part is a little bit warmer. <laughs> you should grow a beard. <laughs> I remember... It was like I think it was Izzy that had like one of those crocheted beards, like she wore it like once or twice at work. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> That's cool. It's funny. <sighs> so what's it like right now in uh, Louisiana? Is it still hot? Um, we actually had snow like a week or two ago, like and really? it's. It snowed the most in like thirty years, like, like there was enough to make snowmen. Like I know, right? Like, hello. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, and like, like even the Northeast didn't have doesn't have snow yet, or at least you know in America. I don't. Does it snow? Is it uh, Canada covered in snow yet? Um. Yeah, there's a lot of snow right now. It's a. Uh... Yeah, all the buildings are covered. There's, there's, uh, it's beautiful, though, and, like, I don't know. It's uh, it's cold, but it's cold in a good way. Like, um, 
I, I like seasons, right? When I used to live in California, there was only, you know, the one Two season. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was hot, and sometimes there was, you know, a little bit hotter season. But that was it. And then um, you just sort of end up living your life and kind of being stuck in this time warp, thinking, like, everything's just kind of the same all the time. And, yeah. It uh, doesn't really change or whatever. But when you have seasons, you know, the earth is forcing you to change with every season. Yeah. You have to change the way you dress right. yeah. and the way you um, go well, outside you and things you eat, <laughs> things you do, you know, all that. And it's just like, I don't know, it's like a, it's like a healthy reminder to, to follow the patterns of the earth. You know, I don't know. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. I like that. I like seeing spring flowers. I love seeing the snow when it happens. I, I love being so hot that I want to go up to the beach. And I love seeing the fall leaves falling. They're just like, every time you get to that stage, you're like, oh, you know, you look like forward a new to stage, it. New cycle. Yeah, a new <laughs> cycle. And, and the cycles are always there. It's just that, you know, and here the seasons are just so much more apparent. It kind of, it's like a constant reminder. Hey, it's changing. It's going to get cold soon. <laughs> Winter is coming. Winter is coming. <laughs> or summer is coming or... It's so hot right now. Oh, I can't wait till fall. And then fall hits, and then you see the leaves. It's like, oh, it's so great. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's going to get cold. And you're all excited. And it's like, uh, <laughs> you, start, you start to do, you know, the uh, crave fireplaces and, and warm things. And um, it's just, it's cool. It's, seasons are great. Yeah. What's a lot of How many seasons does Luanne have? But it actually does have a, like, a, like you know, uh, different seasons it's often it's usually pretty warm most of the, the year but like like spring and fall is the best because all the bugs are gone it's not too hot <laughs> and like it doesn't get too cold but it, it's it it's not as long as like like say summer or something and mm -hmm. then um and then uh winter gets pretty cold but it, and it's constantly humid like even during winter it's pretty weird so like it's cold but humid yeah cold but humid what does that feel like it, it's just like everything always feels wet <laughs> so weird yeah it actually makes it easier to breathe at least i i think it is well, stay hydrated i bet yeah right? exactly yeah because it's like like um you know like in san diego it, it's so dry and like and then in Washington, it was even drier, like in southeast Washington, like you would have to have a humidifier because sometimes your nose would bleed or something because it was so dry. Yeah. And then here it's the complete opposite. It's just so wet constantly. <laughs> so there's, a, there's like a lot of life, you know, a lot of life. And, um, and like, like the only time everything stops growing is during the winter. <laughs> <laughs> so like all the all the grass finally stopped growing instead of getting like 20 feet tall or something <laughs> interesting i've always wanted to visit louisiana maybe one of these days uh, we will well maybe we'll hit you up and yeah. it or something. Uh, to... spring or fall would probably be the best time to go. <laughs> i would imagine yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not the wet cold or the the wet heat you know? <laughs> yeah exactly and like um uh, I was gonna say, oh, and and fall is marked by the smell of uh, burning sugar cane, and it smells like like a sweet barbecue. It smells so good. 
<laughs> I, used to, I know what sugar cane smells like. I used to eat that when I was a kid. I, yeah. I love that stuff. Well, the, the, the smoke smells like, like sweet barbecue kind of smell. Because <laughs> like, mm. like all the open, you know, like instead of saying like out in the boonies or something, it's like out in the middle of a cane field. This, you know, like something. So like, you know, just all the open spaces are um, either it's, you know, like wilderness swampy areas or cane fields <laughs> and everything's really spread out so you have to drive really far um no I'm yeah that's the only bad thing that's about the only bad, yeah I'm, i go back to san diego and i remember how far i have to drive for everything and yeah then, it's, it's like san diego except yeah there would be open you know like lots of open spaces or like cane fields and stuff instead of you know populated areas but because the roads are not built for much traffic, there's still like almost the same amount of traffic. <laughs> yeah, and Arizona's even worse. Same, it's just like spread oh, out. There's, there's cow fields there, so like you were there, get some other cow poop, you know. And, oh God, that and the, would spell and the wind changed direction. The yeah, that was, I was. I was sitting there and I was like, like, what's that? Like, what's that? Did I touch something? Like, and then like, oh yeah, the door's open. No. <laughs> the cow stench is coming in through the window. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's not, not cool. But yeah, I'm, uh, here in Toronto, like everything is like closer together, especially because I'm in the city, right? And so the public transportation is great. We can take it anywhere and we go anywhere and it's all close by. You could walk to almost anything, to the grocery store, to the movie theater, to the, a huge mall, like anything we need is like within walking distance. So nice. we don't want a car anymore. So um, that's awesome. And then, and then when I went back, I'm just like, wow, man, I don't want to, because you end up spending like half your day just driving and it feels like such a waste to me, like just sitting in the car just waiting to get somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it gets frustrating after a while. Yep. Well, I'm definitely, I'll, I mean, we're going to come visit at some point because I've always wanted to go to, to Mardi Gras and then even just um, just to try the food there because, you know, the Oh, food, my God, the, yes. The music and I the, could like, I could cook for you. Oh, really? Uh, you you yeah. cook now? Oh, yeah. I cook. Yeah. Well, I mean, I learned a little bit when I was living in, like, Washington and San Diego. But now it was, it was pretty much my full-time job, you know, cooking. And I, I learned, like, a lot of how to make a lot of Cajun dishes. And now I just make up stuff as well. I just awesome. I, I kind of follow. Cooking. I love yeah. the spice and stuff. Um, yeah, and they have great seafood. I mean, I love uh i've always wanted to try like shrimp and grits and um the beignets from louisiana yeah <laughs> you gotta try red beans and rice oh uh, yeah i hear that's great yeah even like you could buy canned red beans and that is amazing like you just add sausage to it and put it over rice it's awesome <laughs> and then uh what else uh etouffee is really good um what is that is that the it's it's like um no it's like a everything is kind of like a gravy and then you serve it over rice or something (laughs) so like etouffee is just like it's hard to describe but okay so the for cajun food they call it the holy trinity you always start with like um celery pepper and celery yeah and then some and the and garlic is the pope, so it's like sometimes you add garlic, and oh, yeah. <laughs> sometimes he's there, sometimes he's yeah. Not. <laughs> and then um, for um, 
a lot of like gravy kind of dishes. It's like you you start out with a roux, which is just like butter and um, and flour, and then you stir it. And like the best kind of roux is when it's like dark as chocolate. Like you have to keep constantly stir, stir yeah. it so it doesn't burn, but it gets cooked, you know, to like a dark brown color and like and like gumbo is like the best um like we we actually eat it with like uh like everybody always adds rice to like soups and stuff as well <laughs> but um uh, we also add like potato salad which is potato really good. salad to yeah a, a like soup? you know like yeah yeah exactly like you know potatoes and eggs with mayo and mustard and stuff <laughs> wow really That's yeah it is so good <laughs> Never even. I guess that would be good because it's got a little bit of the creaminess and the potatoes and the and the rice yeah. with yeah, and and the thing with like real Cajun food, it's not really spicy like like you know hot. It's just like it has like a really deep flavor to it. Like it's so flavorful, but it's not spicy. It's it's like unlike anything I've ever had before. So I. <laughs> Oh, I, I know about deep flavor, but yeah. Um, now that sounds great. Sounds like my kind of food. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, beignets from New Orleans are popular. It's served like a, with a mountain of sugar. Yeah, and like, I'll sprinkle some of that on. <laughs> a little bit. Not, not well, it, it's weird because it's, it's actually very plain. Like there's no actual sweetness to the beignet itself so you like you have to have all that sugar to give it flavor uh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense yeah this is like a churro right a churro <laughs> yeah like a really thick churro that yeah yeah, yeah pretty much sugar <laughs> to give it the, the sweet flavor yeah <laughs> yeah so when is mardi gras what what, what month is um <laughs> it's like it technically starts like mid January and then it goes to like mid February but usually it's like the first week or two of February that's when like a lot of the major uh, oh, I thought it was later happen. for some reason I thought it was yeah. like <laughs> I mean it lasts forever like like even during like because it's, it's not just like one day or anything you know like it's, <laughs> it's know. like a whole period of time and like <laughs> it's like like carnival like, right it just it's yeah just the time period yeah exactly and like like even at like seven o'clock in the morning people would be riding party buses and drinking already <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's so funny and like the best part about louisiana is that you can you can uh go to a drive-through at a bar and buy you know, like alcoholic slushies that they call them daiquiris and there's different kinds of flavor. And the, the thing that makes it legal is a piece of scotch tape. No, uh, uh, yeah, like tape over the top of it. That's what makes it legal. Oh, so you can drive because <laughs> you don't have a straw in it. You know, you, you're not drinking it or, you, you know, you, you can prove that you're not drinking it because it has a piece of tape over oh. the top of it. <laughs> Literally, that's what wow. makes the legal. <laughs> it cracks me up. That's funny, <laughs> but it's awesome because you can walk around with alcohol, um, like you know, at least downtown. They probably, I mean, I guess you could 
drink on your porch and stuff and nobody would care but like <laughs> you know like it's way more lenient than like san diego so that was the only bad thing about san diego you know like that'd be it would have been awesome if we could walk around yeah. with alcohol downtown or something but no <laughs> yeah i guess it just depends on how crazy people get if yeah because people they... ruin it for everybody else yeah exactly it always happens that's true <laughs> Yeah, so Mardi Gras is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, well, I mean, maybe this year's a little too early because we just got back yeah. from the trip, but um, I don't know why I thought it was more like in the, you know, March or May or April or something like that. Or Yeah, it's, it's, it's like kind of early in the year. So like, uh, like people don't uh, put away their Christmas trees. They just redecorate it for Mardi Gras. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and are, you, are you planning to to stay in uh, Louisiana? Yeah. You, like, yeah, I like it. Down stay, here. Would you stay forever? Yeah, probably. I'd like to. It, the economy sucks right now, but I'd like to. Because <laughs> uh, the economy is so dependent on the oil industry. Because they they do a lot of they used to do a lot of drilling in the Gulf, and people used to make a lot of money doing that. Like, you know, like. Um, like working, like people would work, um, like six months at a time on a rig and they would make, you know, like $90,000 in six months wow. and then, you know, and then they're off for six months. <laughs> so, but yeah. So since it got banned, uh, you know, a lot of people don't have that income anymore because they, you know, they depend on it. That that's where they're their jobs lie or like their skill set lies. And then, um, so the, like the rest of the, the, um, economy suffers. So it's like, like I never realized that, you know, my, my ability to find a job in a completely different industry would be, you know, like influenced by something I wanted to happen when I was younger. Like I wanted them to stop drilling in the Gulf. Cause I, and then it, it's like ironic, you know? Cool. Yeah, exactly. It's like, damn, like I never would have thought of that, you know, when I was, <laughs> when I was that age, but it, you know, like, it's like, I, you know, we, we should not become dependent on oil, but it's like, you know, we are dependent on oil right now. And people, and you know, people, the economy is important, you know, cause it, it depends on it. Like people, need to work to survive and all that um and there's just not a lot of other industry in in a lot of places in the u.s you know like i would probably have to work in new orleans if i wanted to be a marketer or something because because <laughs> like almost everybody near me cut their marketing um like almost completely it's yeah it's wow. pretty crazy. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, like a blue room you're in. Yeah. Is that, is that your living room there? No, it's like a a little office. Yeah. I'm actually in a very, a very old, uh, like office building that was for a cane farm that has been converted into a house. <laughs> 
Huh. It's very old. Interesting. And so I'm I'm basically in one of the offices. <laughs> and it's like it's really long. So it, it's like a huge house, like too much space for like what we can keep up with cuz there's just it, it's like we have to constantly clean it. Bigger <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. isn't always better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially for just two people. That work yeah, I'm actually pretty happy where, where I'm at. We're like 990 square feet, a uh, little condo, and it's just perfect. It's not, it's not too big and it's not too small. You know, when, when you have to clean it, it's like quick. Clean it, you know, in 20 minutes, you're done. Um, and then when we have to leave because it's a condo, we just like lock one door. Okay, we're, we're set. Nice. <laughs> We'd be like, we'd go through the house, lock this door. What about that door on the back oh, door? Yeah. What about the window? Lock all the windows and all the doors here. So <laughs> one door, done. We don't have to worry about the windows because no one's going to, you know, Spider-Man their way up here. And <laughs> one, one door. Except and for even, Spider-Man. Even so, it's, uh, it's Canada, you know. It's, it's, um, it's much safer. It's much safer, yeah. Uh, the, you know, people leave their front doors open all the time here. It's like a, it's like a yeah. When I lived in a Encinitas, it was like that. It was really nice. Like, we would leave our bikes in front of our apartment, and it never got stolen. <laughs> Those are the best places to live when, yeah. when there's no yeah. thieves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it looks like that's all the time I have for the podcast now. All righty. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, um, what? where... Uh, should people go to to find your work or your uh, uh well i mean they can go to um if they go to if you're on youtube you just do a search vince niebla demo reel or you can look for vince niebla on my channel and then it'll be on there i'll, I'll add um, some links <laughs> yeah it's, it's on there and um it's just my most recent demo reel i just kind of updated it now for just so i have options of um, where to just options for the future you know what, what i want to do because i want to sort of evolve a little bit what i'm currently doing because you know, i've been I doing what i'm doing now for like eight years and i'm like okay i think i think i've solved it i think i know Jeez. what you know it's been eight years yeah actually it'll, it's 2009 <laughs> so it'll it'll be nine years next year oh wow <laughs> so that's kind of a long time and it's like uh, i don't know i i kind of want to do things that are um new and um I want to create something, even if it's a create a company, create a pipeline, create a create a vision, anything. Just something where something created is is where my passion is at. You know, I'm, I really don't like um, you know the opposite of that, which is I don't know what's the opposite of that. Being Doing a somebody else's, uh, yeah, like not you're like the way the way it's working is like you're not really creating anything it's like you're just enhancing somebody else's work yeah yeah exactly yeah 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 all right talking to you yeah and, uh, it was nice you know, talking to you again yeah. it was it ha we hadn't talked in so long yeah uh, thanks for joining me and everything and and well, thanks for listening thanks for having me um we'll keep in touch and um you know text me anytime about whatever and then um if you ever want to come up to Toronto, you know, let me know. All right. Maybe, maybe not in the winter, but. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I would not survive. It's great, yeah. yeah. But if you come in the summer, sometimes it gets humid. You might be like, oh, it feels like home. Oh, it's, it's so dry. <laughs> no, actually, it's, it's, it's humid in the, uh, in the summer. Humid and, and hot. 
I'll so, be the judge of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Expert. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, bye. I hope oh, you have bye. a happy new year as well. Happy new year, yeah. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay, bye.